Welcome to Set Free 24-7. My name is Robert. This is a proverb a day to keep the police away. And we are on day number 30. If this is your first time here. Or if you've been here all month, welcome. I'm glad that you're here. We're doing our best to keep the streak alive. No police contact. That's the whole point of this thing. Learning behaviors, learning things, learning wisdom from the Bible in this great book called Proverbs and learning how to do a little bit of life. Proverbs chapter 30 has a little pause here, and this one is titled Faith, Humility, and Dependence. So Proverbs chapter 30 verses 1 through 9 chronicles a conversation between a skeptic and the believer. In the skeptic, we see arrogance. There is no God, he states emphatically, and that arrogance leads to presumption. I can do anything I want, like it says in verse 1. Arrogance closes our minds to anything that's outside of our own self-interest and the fulfillment of our most selfish instincts. In the believer, on the other hand, we see humility. And that humility leads not to presumption, but to prayer. Even the prayer itself is humble. He asks only two things, to speak truthfully and to live independently. An absence of God in a person's life leads to skepticism, arrogance, and presumption. An awareness of God leads to faith, humility, and dependence on Him. So this chapter is titled, God, Who Needs Him? The skeptic swore, there is no God. I can do anything that I want. I'm more animal than human so-called human intelligence escapes me. I flunked wisdom. I see no evidence of a holy God. Has anyone ever seen anyone climb into heaven and take charge? Grab the winds and control them? Gather the reins in his bucket? Stake out the ends of the earth? Just tell me his name. Tell me the names of his sons. Come on now, tell me. The believer replied, every promise of God proves true. He protects everyone who runs to him for help. So don't second guess him. He might take you to task and show up your lies. And then he prayed, God, I'm asking for two things before I die. Don't refuse me. Banish lies from my lips and liars from my presence. Give me enough food to live on, neither too much nor too little. If I'm too full, I might get independent, saying, God, who needs him? If I'm poor, I might steal and dishonor the name of my God. Don't blow the whistle on your fellow workers behind their backs. They'll accuse you of being underhanded, and then you will be the guilty one. Don't curse your father or fail to bless your mother. Don't imagine yourself to be quite presentable when you haven't had a bath in weeks. Don't be stuck up and think that you're better than everyone else. Don't be greedy, merciless, and cruel as wolves, tearing into the poor and feasting on them, shredding the needy into pieces only to discard them. A freeloader has twin daughters named Gimme and Gimme More. There are four insatiables, three things that are never satisfied. No, there are four that say, that's enough, thank you. 
hell, a barren womb, a parched land, and a forest fire. An eye that disdains a father and despises a mother, that eye will be plucked out by wild vultures and consumed by young eagles. There are four mysteries. Three things that amaze me, no four that I will never understand. How an eagle flies so high in the sky. How a snake glides over a rock. How a ship navigates the ocean. And why adolescents act the way that they do? Why do kids act that way? I know I was an unruly kid. I mean, what's up with us kids? So here's how the prostitute operates. She has sex with her client, takes a bath, and then asks, who's next? There are four intolerables. Three things are too much for even the earth to bear. Yes, four things shake its foundations. When the janitor becomes the boss, when a fool gets rich, when a prostitute is voted woman of the year, and when a girlfriend replaces a faithful wife. There are four small wonders. There are four small creatures, wisest of the wise that they are. Ants, frail as they are, get plenty of food in for the winter. Marmots, vulnerable as they are, manage to arrange for rock-solid homes. Locusts, leaderless insects, yet they strip the field like an army regiment. And lizards, easy enough to catch, but they sneak past vigilant palace guards. There are four dignitaries. There are three solemn dignitaries and four that are impressive in their bearing. A lion, a king of the beasts deferring to none, a rooster, proud and strutting, a billy goat, a head of state in stately procession. If you're dumb enough to call attention to yourself by offending people and making rude gestures, don't be surprised if someone bloodies your nose. Churned milk turns into butter, and riled emotions turn into fistfights. And friends, just like that, we are done with Proverbs chapter 30. Was there a verse that stood out to you today? I loved the pause that Eugene Peterson had, which is why I read it before I started, just to show that little back and forth in the first nine verses. What I loved about what Eugene Peterson had to say in that pause there was, if I'm too full, I might get independent saying, God, who needs him? And if I'm poor, I might steal and dishonor the name of my God. He's asking, I just need enough to get by God, and I know that you're going to supply that. My wife and I have been in a place like that right now, in fact, and we trust that God is going to bring us to the next step, and he has been so faithful. I can tell you story after story after story about how God has just crazily shown up in our lives this last few weeks. So, friends, that is all I have for today. This has been a great ride. We're on day number 30, and tomorrow... I'm going to have my wife join me for Proverbs chapter 31, and we're going to read about the Proverbs 31 woman. And she's got a few things to say on that. So I will see you guys tomorrow. Give this episode a like, a share. If you need prayer, drop it down in the comments or shoot me a private message. I'd be more than happy to pray for you. Thanks again for following along. I will see you tomorrow for Proverbs 31.